Oosters out. It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry. Oh, sorry. We're sorry we're laughing. It's just, that was bad timing. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the BIHA podcast, episode 14, Nick. How are you? I am so much better now that we're indoors, Rambo. I'm still feeling the effects of uh, our weekend's exploits uh, over in Switzerland, And for those of those people that didn't know. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm still. Uh, I do have a little bit of post uh, post Switzerland blues. Um, it was a long weekend. Uh, still trying to catch up on sleep and just still trying to get my head around that crazy game that we watched out there. No, that game was awesome. But we've got um, some more exciting hockey news to follow after um, a truly awesome uh, experience with Oxford and Cambridge. We now have the international all stars GB teams um, being announced, and they're out, Nick. Um, so. I'm looking forward to two exciting games on the the 20th of April. Um, yourself? I am indeed. Um, I think as we we talked about a lot while we were away, it's uh, it's groundbreaking what we're trying to do here and get this set up. And I think we talked up both both teams and both uh, both games and said there's going to be two very entertaining games and could uh, could see uh, GB and the international all stars giving each other a, a, a run for their money. Yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna just. Uh, we're not putting our, our own country to the side, so no one take it this way, but we're going to have to put GB to the side for one uh, for the moment because we're going to, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, speak to the coaches for both the uh, GBU men's and GBU women's. But, I mean, there are there is some good representation of the BIHA, certainly in the women's squad, uh, Nick, which is good to see, yeah? It is indeed. It's, um, it is hard. A lot of these players, obviously, when we're trying to get players of the international standard who can play in these competitions it is hard that they do have play for other teams and other commitments above the university level however certainly to get players in there who do either have current university experience or have played university hockey before uh, in recent years is is excellent and certainly as uh, someone who runs one of the clubs and has uh, a girl selected for instance who's who's representing GB it's a proud moment, and also it'll be a proud moment, hopefully, if, if they make the uh, the full squad at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, as a, I uh, obviously was down um, with the women's team as their, as their manager, uh, watching practice uh, the last week, and I have to say there were some pretty good things that I saw um, from from certain players, players I hadn't seen before. I was thinking, by gosh, I wish some of them some of them weren't in the BIHA, and I was like, if if we had all these people in the BIHA. The BHA would, uh, you know, raise the standard even more than what we've got at the moment. Um, but it was good to see that we had such a deep pool of players uh, for that. But uh, Nick, I think what we're really here to talk about is this international all stars team. Well, the international all stars teams, sorry, um, because uh, we know a lot more about them. I think we've chased after them. Well, you more than me. Uh, we've been hit by them. <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot to be excited about. Would you agree? I think there is. I think we, we talked about this and we said that some of the names on that list are the people that we talk about nationals year after year. And you, we dream. We start obviously started the all-star all selections for the uh, for nationals last year. And this is basically all our dreams coming true at once. It's uh, it's quite a team on both the men's and the women's that we've managed to put together. And uh, all... All the best for, uh, obviously, and, and great work by uh, Mike Shalossi, Callie, and uh, Meg, Maggie putting putting it together. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, I think they had the, their work cut out from them just just a tad, but uh, they got there in the end, and they've got a, they've got a solid solid team together, uh, essentially. They have indeed. And just looking first, Nick, I think we should start if we start with GB. Uh, GB, let's go for GB men's first. I mean, just looking at the first two names in the forwards list, we just we just witnessed them pretty much tear it up. I mean, okay, they didn't come out the victors, but 
What a tandem in Berenek and Willsby from Cambridge. Oh. We, if if we, especially in Sheffield, that we'll be able to keep Willsby on the uh, on the actual ice for the entire time. <laughs> those for those who missed it, Willsby was put over the boards nearly head first by an Oxford player, but we'll uh, we'll move on from that at the weekend. But yeah, we we talked about it. These are two two key guys that uh, are your a main duo that this team's going to have. Fair enough. Like this team's got so many weapons, it's it's unbelievable. But they're a main duo that you can look at, and two people who can carry the mail for that team and and do damage. You saw two great skaters, two great technical players, and that's what this team's all about. And as the first two names on the team sheet, as a coach, if I was coaching this team, I'd I'd be pretty happy with the first two. Yeah, certainly. And I mean. Willsby, just looking at his stats, Nick, um, unbelievable stats. 110 points in 81 games of BIHA experience. I mean, he's been around a while, but uh, he, he, knows, he knows what to do, and he's a big body as well. So, what yeah, betide uh, any, BI, uh, any GB men's players that think they're going to be able to sort of uh, have the physical dominance in this game? I think we've got a pretty physical-looking squad. You wouldn't expect anything less from uh, Cali and uh, Mike Solossi, I, I, I don't suppose. Yeah, I, I was speaking to Callie about this team, and uh, I think we'll we'll get to the end of it before I reveal some stats of uh, what the uh, BYJ Rain Man uh, Rain Man was telling me about about his team. But um, but yeah, it's it's got size, it's got strength, it's got speed, and I'm sure you'll see that when we read through the rest of the name. Yeah, and I mean Berenek as well, 78 points and 50. So you know, <laughs> this is just the first. Day. You know, what I'd really like to see. Um, and I, I'm just put out there. It's not for me to coach this team, but I, I'd love to see uh, um, the next guy. I'm going to skip over a name. I'd love to see Anthony Sellers on this line because I think he could add with those two guys oh, a big body. Um, such a hard-working player. Yeah, and then and then just Anthony Sellers, who can play skill. He can grind. He skates hard. He's fit. Um, you know, put him on one of the put him on the wing with Willsby and Berenek, and I think you've got money right there. Would you agree? I would agree. It, it's kind of, I can remember I actually had a conversation with Callie when he was selecting teams and we were talking about, you've obviously got pairs of players that work well and you, you have to mix things up and you have to throw in the X Factor guy with it. And, and Anthony Sellers for years has been that guy for Edinburgh that he, if you need a guy who's going to grind out a game and be that tough two way forward, he's that guy. If you need a guy to pop up with a timely goal at the other end, he's that guy. He's certainly more than deserving of his selection for this team. Absolutely, um, and then if we look at uh, the net, I know I skipped this guy's name. That wasn't for any reason other than so I could talk about that possible line. But uh, Gedminis Jadkowskas. Uh, I hope I've got that right. I'm, I'll get. I'm going. I want that phonetically for uh, for the live stream of this. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, looking at his uh, his stats from this year alone, six games played for Cardiff, who haven't had the easiest of times with who they've been playing. Ten points. Uh, exactly. 24 points in 18. Um, and uh, adding some more international flavour to the team, being a, a Lithuanian as well. So, you know, it's another nationality we can we can say is on this team. This team is full of culture uh, as well. It is indeed. And, and having uh, I seen a little bit of this guy, and I can remember, I, I'm pretty sure Rambo had asked me about him. And again, he's another, he's an absolute X-Factor player that you can throw in there. Obviously, you're looking at players that individually at their clubs are the star players, and you're going to throw them in this team and and putting them all together. It's an all-star team at the end of the day. It's, you're going to get some incredible, incredible matchups and some incredible pairings that you're never ever going to see anywhere else. Yep, yep. I mean, we've got. Um, I mean, we've got three London Dragons in the in the forward uh, pack. I'm thinking of rugby here, but I mean, uh, Sam Canerva, uh, we know about Marcus. Uh, Cash I'm not too sure about in Quinton Campbell, so we'll have a we'll have a look at those guys. But I mean, you presume that perhaps they'll keep those guys together in the line, but you never know what what they're going to do. Um, it certainly sounds to me like they've got uh, they've got smart coaches anyway. That's for that's for Dash. They they have indeed, and I would say there's two ways to look at this. There's three London Dragons who potentially they might not all play together at, at London. They might not have that chemistry. Obviously, they're on the same team. They're probably going to have some chemistry, but it might be a case that we're going to see some... Who wouldn't love to see uh, a London-Cambridge and Oxford line mixed together or mixing in, mixing in some players who've never played before? You can, you can see different players and different things will come together, and we've got some smart coaches there. I'm sure they're more than, more than able to sort this out. Yeah. And I mean, uh, he he's he's not played quite so long, uh, Quentin Campbell, but he's he's got 
three points in four games looks like a bit more of a grinder, perhaps just from the stats. But um, as I'm sure Callie and uh, and Mike have built this team to be, you know, a proper hockey team and not just decided we're going to get people who are going to try and stick handle through everybody. Um, and again, you wouldn't expect anything less from from those two uh, good hockey minds. I mean, Callie can't say two words without swearing sometimes, but he knows he knows the game of hockey. <laughs> exactly. Uh, two two guys with a long experience, and I think if you were going to get two guys to plot a uh, plot the downfall of uh, Team GBU, and that's their mandate and what they're looking for, um, I'm pretty sure they'll have a game plan of how they want to achieve that and select accordingly. Yeah. And no, and no uh, Cali-led uh, team would uh, be without uh, a superstar Swede, and they've got that in Canerva. Um, 20 games in the BHA, 51 points, um, 27 of those goals. Uh, this guy knows his way to the back of the net, um, certainly for, for, this, uh, for this side. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure right there, right, right there's your first-line centre, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, he he was in our all-star team, I think, uh, last year. He was indeed. Um, and the, you never know, he might make a run out of this year for our our weekend's all-star game uh, team. Uh, now I'm just trying to find the other boy. Ah, here he is. He's got he's one of these uh, ones with a you know like the the blacked out face. Ah. So this uh, so Marcus Kashnit uh, is uh, Austrian. Um, good. Good scoring record, more a, a giver than a, a taker, I suppose. Six uh, games played, five five goals, eight assists, thirteen points. Woo, twenty nine minutes in penalties. <laughs> the other thing is, there's nothing wrong with having a bit of sandpaper on the team. No, no, you're gonna need a bit of grit. I mean, if if you look at this, if this is a squad that's going to prepare GBU for um, the university championships, then they're not going to come across a squad. Any other squad just full of, as I say, danglers and stuff who are maybe not that physical, they're going to have to play teams and they're going to have to battle um, in the trenches with teams to get goals. So this team is is not only been set up, I think, with a view to try and go out and and maybe even you know upset uh, GBU, but also I think it's been built with a chance that it's going to really test GBU and prepare them. Well, indeed. Um, more excited about the game, Rambo. Yeah, the next, the next thing, Nick, uh, I, th- I think um, this would, uh, this might be someone you're aware of, Vlad's Volkanos. I am indeed. Still giving me nightmares right now. Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard uh, good things about him. Uh, you, you've played against him. Uh, what's, what's he like as a player? He's, um, he's got the full package. He's got size. He's got speed. He's got strength. He can. He can put the puck in the net, but most importantly, he makes everyone else around him better. Whenever he's on the ice, the team's a threat. And I think we had discussed with Callie about obviously this guy is, uh, he's been playing Division Two, which is very hard to potentially get in this team. However, I think having played against him, he more, he more than fits in being a star in Division One on the right team. And I think looking at, looking at how he's played, obviously it's inflated stats playing in Division Two. However, this guy fits in there, and there's another guy that we're going to talk about very shortly. Who's, uh, who's another Division Two player, and and both of them on merit have more than earned this. Yeah, I mean, from from my point of view, I think even in Division Two, to have 55 points in nine games, averaging five point over 5.5 points per game, you, you've got you you've got to have some kind of level of skill. Um, there certainly, and I, I just can't. I can't imagine that he's somebody who's a bad player or is not going to hack it at this level if he's scoring that many goals. Exactly, and what you've got to remember is he's done that potentially playing around um, players who might not be the same level as this rest of this All Star team. So it's interesting to see what he can what he can put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna maybe light it up um, and get him on the right line, and he'll be. It'll be flying, essentially. Um, now, the next player on the list, Nick, um, Jason Lackham. Uh, we, unfortunately, he uh, picked up a bit of an injury at the, vo- the varsity game, so we're hoping that he'll recover. Um, it was an upper body injury, um, and we saw him getting stretchered off, but he was back to celebrate with the troops at the end of the game. Um, another really, really good player that can play the game in a couple of different ways. A lot of skill, but also a bit of, bit of grit as well. 
and ability to work in the trenches if he needs to. Yeah, some some great two way hockey players on this team to add to perhaps your more your more out and out talented players. But even then, I think we've been through the list and I don't think we've come across a player who we're exactly gonna be seeing cherry picking on the on the far blue line waiting for the puck. This is a hard working group, but you're you're gonna have to get the puck. You're gonna have to go get it. Yeah, um and that, I suppose that, that brings us nicely to the next guy, because let me tell you something, this next guy is not going to be cherry-picking. Um, he is um, a great two-way player, and um, I'm being honest with you, I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've come across this guy, and it's probably just as well you went down when you did, Nick, because I wouldn't want to play against him. Gregor James uh, from Sheffield Bears, um, dual national, German, British, I think, and Belgian, something like that. Um, just big physical body who can who can put the puck in the net. Yeah, I I am pretty sure I'm very lucky I've not had to really come up against him before. But um, again, you need it. Cali talked to me heavily about having a bit of everything in this team. And it's not even a case of it's not going to be a forward line of not, three forward lines of small skill players and then three heavy luggers. You've got sides and skill in every single player and every single aspect. It's not there's not quite saying there's going to be a Legion of Doom style line out there. I think quoting NHL style, but hey, there's going to be some guys out there that can bang some bodies. Put it that way. Yeah, and then and then moving on, we've got we finish up uh, with uh, two um, St Andrews players, uh, two players that have been a thorn in my side when I've been coaching Edinburgh, and two players that certainly know how to score goals and make things happen in uh, Nicholas Hauger and uh, Chase McCarthy. Yeah, two, again, two absolute fantastic players who've been well-deserving of their selection over the last couple of years. They're two synonymous names with the St. Andrews Typhoons, and and congratulations to the both of them. They've, they've, they've worked hard, and they're, they're deserving of the selection as much as anyone else. Yeah, certainly. I mean, there are two guys that I was thinking to myself, these guys um, will will make will only make this team better. Um, I know uh, Nick is a phenomenal leader. Um, he's, he's he's also great at finding the net I think this is his last year in the BHA potentially uh, he's got 78 points in 46 um, so I mean he's not only a great leader but also someone who can score score when needed as well It's crazy when you look at this team that you're going to have some guys playing in different roles that you're asking maybe to be a checking line or go out there and do something else and you're talking about guys who on their own teams are the, are the front men are the, are the star guys but you've got to view this in the same way that, that like teams view the what would have been the Olympic selections if it had been all the NHL players. You can't just take all the skilled guys. You have to take guys that can do jobs. You get people like uh, people like John Tavares and uh, Jonathan Taves, arguably two stars for uh, New York Islanders and the Chicago Blackhawks, went to Sochi as two checking line players. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that Canada team is full of full of offensive talent, but they actually went to Sochi and they were pretty dull to watch I would say uh, throughout, throughout Sochi but they still won because they played a style of hockey that worked for them and it was defensive and it was different from what most of them were used to playing. Exactly and, and this is the thing when, you, when you've got great players like this they'll be moldable to whatever you want to do with them it's like Play-Doh. Yeah and then I mean Chase McCarthy uh, he knows his way to the net and uh, onto the score sheet uh, 80 points in 39 games that's <laughs> outrageous um, his stats. I mean, he's been playing in tier or division one that whole time. Um, you know, he can score goals, uh, and the te- you can tell when the team's not got him. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's again. He he's a guy who put going forward, puck on his stick. You're looking at it and you're going, "This is a get ready, danger's coming." Yeah, yeah. So that's um that. I mean, that's your forwards for the international all star team. Uh, now, m- moving on, um, we'll look at we'll look at the goaltending because that's next in the list. <sighs> I mean, Bert Cricchetti, human highlight reel from Nationals normally. He he is someone who is synonymous with the Eagles and with absolute quality. He's having played against him. I'm pretty sure I've scored past him once. I didn't get to keep the puck, but I wish I had. He he's someone who for years and years and years has been. He's been the level that you look at goalies within Division One and within that level, you look at them and compare them to him. Is is are, are they are they the Burke Ricchetti kind of standard? And it's apt that he's the first name on that list because not saying that there's anything wrong with the other two goaltenders, but 
in terms of years of service and commitment to the to BYJ, he's been the players' rep and things like that. You're talking about a stud goalie that right there, and he uh, he's as we said, human highlight reel. He's, he's potentially probably going to have 20 minutes to show us what he's got, and uh, that's uh, that's dangerous. We we talked about all three goalies while we were away and said you're giving them 20 minutes to show us what you've got, and oh, this it could get interesting. Yeah, and I mean. Uh... The one stat that just jumps out at me when I when I look at Burke's stats online is uh, three three thousand and eighty six minutes he's played um, of of BIHA hockey. I mean that is a that is a hell of a lot of experience to have in one of your goaltenders going into a, a big game like this. Exactly, he's been he's been the bedrock of that Eagles team and that kind of franchise for many many years now and. That's a, that is a hell of a lot of minutes. You're talking about some teams, you, you're lucky enough if you get a good goaltender in, you might have them for year, one year, two years. Not sure exactly how long Burke's been around, but he's been around longer than I have. And he's always been that goalie that, wow. Seen that goalie from Edinburgh? Wow. Yeah, and then looking looking beyond that, I mean, uh, I think is the next one on the list. Oh, I've maybe done this the wrong way around, but I've already looked him up. So, Fabian Sivnet um, from Oxford University Blues. Uh, this is his first season in the BIHA, but he has lit it up. I mean, he's had 50-odd save shutouts um, and all the rest of it. I mean, look at this. He's he's played the London Dragons. He had 107 sh- shots against them over the two games, and he's conceded one goal against them. Yeah, which is incredible. You, you look down the London players and some of the players in Division 1 South on that list that we've just talked about, this is the guy who's backstopped that Oxford team to that success. Yeah, and uh, like, wow. the guy I met, I'm not sure if you, I think you might have been uh, going and getting more layers to put on, Nick, but the guy I met in uh, in Switzerland, and a really nice guy, um, and uh, yeah, I think, I, I honestly think that this, this GB team's going to have a hard time f- uh, figuring this guy out, especially, as you say, in only 20 minutes. <laughs> thing is, and also from our, from my knowledge, this is three goalies with three completely different styles. Like Ricketti is, is such a mobile and athletic goaltender. Like he, he's just all over the place. He gets so square to the shooter and he moves across. It's it's ridiculous. He, he's he's movement personified. And then from what we saw from Sivner the other the other day, wow! I I haven't seen a goalie that get that square to every single shot. He comes out and challenges. He he just makes that net so small. He Let's face it, the goals that, the goals that, in the greatest respect, the goals that Cambridge scored past him were not pretty because they were rebounds, they were digging away. This guy, this, I'd love to see this guy get absolutely beaten by a laser because we've yet to see it yet. And then we're, I mean, moving on, we're looking then at Rome, Roman uh, Terrain. He's played for Cambridge when he first came into the BIHA and then he's, he's now with the London Dragons. Um, again, this is another guy who, you know, at, at Nationals, you look forward to watching. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've come up against them, but another guy that's really hard to find a way we passed. Yeah, I, I think that the one time that I played against him, to be honest, which we, we struggled to get in their own zone. Greatest respect to the rest of my team and uh, <laughs> and the ability that we had. Probably more credit the London team in front of him. But again, if, if you're talking about and going through those those three, I don't think it's a case of one, two, three, it's one A, one B, one C. They're three goalies that arguably could play the full 60 minutes and do you a job and, and, and be be the MVP, be that X Factor, be that All-Star, and it's incredible that they've got three of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, looking at the D, I mean, <laughs> you think it's going to be hard to score past these goalies. Um, you've got six, six competent Really competent D. <laughs> um, I mean, first up, we've got uh, Alan Nanji, um, a guy, you know, if I had had him in the, the Eagles teams of yesteryear, would have been a top pair defenseman every time. He's obviously top pair defenseman already for the Eagles, but this guy can skate and he's a two way defenseman. He's really hard to get round, but he's also, he can fly. And we saw that last year in Nationals. Um, and every game I've been at or seen this year, we, we've seen it again. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you've come up against this guy, but he's. Uh, I think I think it's a phenomenal way to read that off the team sheet. Exactly. Like I, I said straight away when when I got asked to comment on this team and comment on potential players, 
he was my he was probably my first name on the team sheet after after Ricchetti, he was the next one in terms of I was like you need that guy from Edinburgh you need uh, you need Nanji in terms of in terms of what he brings to the team he's a guy who you build a defense around he's the he's the marshal of it and <laughs> first name off the team sheet for that defensive list you're looking at you're also looking at potentially that you've got six defenders here who arguably carry carry the carry the teams that they're on and carry some of the st- carry some of the play. They won't have to do that in this game. Look at the selection of forwards they've got to pass the puck to. But in the same way, if you're if you're a forward and you're in that corner, look at the selection of defenders you've got to pass the puck back to. Yeah, I mean, all of them have got pretty big point shots. Um, and I mean, you've got Nanji, who's maybe the sort of the the pocket rocket, the uh, the uh, how can I put it, the speedster. And then you look at the next. You've got I've referred to him recently as Old Man Zimmerman, but um, Carl Zimmerman. 114 games in the BIHA, 135 points. This guy can play. Oh, he absolutely. Like, how many how many times at nationals have we seen an imperial team turn up with six or seven guys, and they always seem to be there or thereabouts. They make the semi-finals. They make teams' lives difficult. And you're looking at a guy there who probably plays nearly every single minute of those games. And we're talking about go back and watch the live feed. Watch last year. Carl Zimmerman scores important goals and important points in games where they've got six players by the end of the weekend. This guy is, is incredible. I got to spend time with him out in, uh, out in Finland in January, and he's a student of the game. I know he does some coaching on the, on the side as well, and I'm sure we'll see him involved with the Imperial Devils set up with uh, some of the other teams. But he's a guy, again, if, you, if you're looking at the uh, Nanji's got wheels, Zimmerman, in terms of technical skating ability, the word smooth was defined for this guy yeah great skating ability um good heads up player and he will not be easy to take off a puck either no he doesn't have he doesn't have the world's biggest frame but if you're talking about someone whose athletic ability is off the charts in terms of just two way up and down this guy will go all day and if, if potentially if those two were a pairing i think personally i probably might not put them together i think they're two quite similar players if, if you're talking about you could put one on the first line and one on the second line, or however you want to do it, or put one with a bigger body guy, wow. Like You've got two players there to build around. It's, it's, it's an incredible start. Well, I tell you, you're saying that. The ne- this next guy I perhaps would uh, pair with um, with Nandi. Um, Martin Vaselli, uh, he can score goals. There's no, that's not a, but he's very good defensively. Um, I mean, we watched him at the weekend really hard for him, really hard for him to get beat. And uh, yeah, I think I would I would back him all the way to be one of your top D on on any team in the BIHA. Uh, Martin Vaselli from Oxford. Yeah, again, someone who we watched this weekend very closely, and he's he's again he's another two way player. He knows offensively what he's doing, but defensively he's he's one of those guys. I think it's the old adage, and certainly I was taught this. And when you're looking at coaching. Fair enough, there's games where you'll look out there and you'll look at your forwards and if you've not even mentioned them much or you're not thinking about them much, they've probably not had the greatest game. However, the old adage is, if you can go out there and defensively you can come out there at the end of the game and never have thought about your defender, they've done the right job. And how many times at the weekend this guy might have, the game might have passed him by. Doesn't mean he didn't have a great game, but defensively he's just so solid that you just never have to think about him coughing up the puck or making a, making a bad play. No, we had to think about him almost taking our head off with the with his stick when he made that hit along the barrier. But, uh, <laughs> um, and then the next guy again, another defensive defenseman, uh, big body, very physical, um, Sebastian um, Ronsky. Uh, spent the last couple of seasons in Nottingham. Now, now with the Sheffield Bears, uh, again, that's one that you might want to pair with one of those top two because with one of the first two we mentioned defensively. Um, to give you that mix of sort of offense and defense um, in terms of your actual defense. Yeah, the, from my knowledge of playing against him and watching him, Ronsky is a he's a unit. He's he, he's gonna you that puck goes down them boards. You better be deciding which way you're going because uh, don't choose the Ronsky side because you'll be paying for it. Um, I wonder how long you were waiting to say that, but <laughs> all the time that we've been doing the podcast. <laughs> Champing at the bit, and then the last two uh, defence: Sebastian Grunbaum. Um, we know him quite well. He's a big body. Uh, you know, he's uh, really solid defenseman. 
and quite physical. Um, and then this is a player you've maybe not played against, Nick. Luke Thompson uh, this year. I- I've only seen him play a couple of times, and both times he's been in charge. <laughs> um, an outstanding skater, great stick handling, really heads up hockey player, and uh, again, it's going to be another handful for the for uh, your uh, the GBU to deal with. Yeah, again, having gone down that list, where 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 where, where are you picking and looking at this team? Where are you going to try and target as the as the soft underbelly to try and get at? If you want to play whichever style GB wants to play, this team will be adaptable to change to whatever that is. If they want to try and rough it up, great. There's some guys out there who you ain't going to want to play physical hockey against. If you want to play the speed game, phew, try keep up with some of them. If they, if they want to try and uh, just out and out, uh, out and out scoring battle, again, we've talked about it. The stats speak for themselves. These guys know where the net is. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it, it's, it's not just about the guys that know where the net is. Um, it's the, uh, it's your, your guys like your, uh, uh, Sebastian Grunbaum as well. He's got twenty. He's got thirty-five points, but twenty-six assists. So he obviously knows how to um, to tee up his forwards and his, you know, his, even his other D partner for for opportunities. So they've got they've got everything. They've got the package they need to to dismantle um, any team. I mean, if this team was playing against even a semi-professional team, I would give them a chance. Exactly. I. I... I've uh, I've seen quite a lot of like the uh, the new divisions that they've had in the EIHA and stuff this year, and looking at this team, I'm looking at it and going, if you if you gave me an expansion franchise into the uh, into the EIHA this year and gave me this as my selection of players, I'd take that. Something to build from, something to start with, and you could definitely pick up some points and make make life difficult. Which at the end of the day, I think we said this before. To, to summarise, this team literally is a one-off team. They have nothing to lose, nothing to hold back. They've got something to go out there and try and prove in terms of, hey, we're the international all-stars. We're here for a reason. I think just just going on from that, I think I said I was going to do this before. Having spoken with Cali, just I know Rambo has obviously listed off some of the stats there. Listing listing it out for for Rambo and uh, and Mike Chalossi's team here. Combined statistics: games played in the BYJ, six hundred and thirty. Six. Fair enough, you've got people like Carl Zinnemann that we said and Riquetti will take up a lot of those, but wow, 636 games is impressive. That's, that's, yeah, it's mega, as Simon would say. Average games played, 30.3. So what you're looking at there, guys, is if you think mainly you might get 10 cup games and 5 nationals games, you're looking at guys that have pretty much got 2 years experience, playing at the highest level that we've got. Goals scored in the BUIHA, uh, well, total, 440 goals in that team. Assists, 386. I would say that maybe passing might not be their strong suit, but at the end of the day, it's putting the puck in the net is what wins games. Average points per game for the defence alone, in, in the level that they're playing at, 1.19. Over a point per game for the defensive unit. And the forward unit, 1.89 as a points per game average. <laughs> and then you want you want to you want to go to the back, not 0.93 save percentage, 93 percent. Yeah, and some of these player, some of these goalies have not always played in, with the best defense in front of them either. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> they're. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a hell of a challenge for um, GBU men's and. Uh, yeah, I mean, so anyway, Nick, I, I took the chance to speak to Mike Solossi. I've, I've obviously spoken to Callie, I've spoken to Maggie, and I thought, why not get Solossi on? And uh, here's here's what he had to say. Um, so I'm joined with uh, Mike Solossi. Did I get that right, Mike? Yeah, not too bad. I say Solossi. Right, okay, I'll try and remember that for uh, for the future in the commentary. Um, so uh, Mike is one of the coaches along with Callie, who we've already heard from this year. Um, of the international all-star team, Mike. How how you uh, how did you get involved in that? Well, um, just I got an email from uh, Simon one day asking if I uh, wanted to get involved, and it was too good an opportunity to pass up. So uh, to work with players of that level and that quality, uh, no coach would say no to that. I, I don't think so. I mean, I've looked at. I mean, the first three names on the the, the sheet here, uh, the three goalies: Fabian Sivner, uh, Roman Terrain, and Bert Ricchetti. 
uh, all names that we're we're well used to by now um, in the BIHA. I mean, that's exciting enough in itself. And then you look at the rest of the players, all names I've heard of. I mean, how how did you go about selecting your players? I take it you got a lot of applications. Uh, yeah, the, the, we got, we did get a number of applications, and we did uh, get ourselves a spreadsheet of all the players that we knew about that were um, uh, foreign-born in the BOIHA. Um, I think we got most of them had a look at them. And then um, between Callie and I, I mean, to be fair, he's done a lot of legwork for us uh, in terms of gathering the statistics and looking at the uh, potential players we've got. I think one of the strengths is that um, obviously he knows the South really well, has been around for a, for a long time, and I, kn- I know the North. So between the two of us, uh, we were able to get, you know, um, what we didn't know necessarily about uh, Player X, uh, what I didn't know about Player X, he certainly did, and vice versa. So, um, but that's, we were able to kind of take in more than just the numbers that way. Yeah, and um, one player I'm particularly uh, glad to see um, because I, I spotted him doing a game up here uh, as a linesman. Uh, Gregor James got in the team. Got in the team. Uh, I mean, he doesn't say he doesn't send it, but he is he is German according to the according to the team. Yeah. team. Um, someone that plays yeah. under you. Yeah, in Sheffield. Yeah, he's uh, he's been our captain this year in Sheffield, and uh, he played in our varsity match recently. As fantastic player, the kind of guy that just goes out there. He's a real physical presence. He's big. He's strong. Uh, he does more than just score goals. So um, yeah, he's a great guy to have on. And you, sometimes you want to look at players like that. If you just look at the numbers, uh, you know, you get guys that you know, have uh, hatfuls of goals. But um, it's and not to exclude players like that. There's nothing wrong with a player like that. But sometimes a little bit of knowledge uh, can get uh, it can be good to get a player like that that otherwise if you just look at the numbers might get overlooked yeah yeah and then uh, i mean it's the plan i suppose um you guys are not going to have a lot of time to prepare the team and put them in lines and stuff but you, you, you do you have some kind of skate together before the game starts uh we're gonna get we just meet the day of uh, as a team so uh obviously we're going i don't want to reveal all of our strategies and uh all of our secrets but um i mean it's it's there is no secrets really what we're going to do is we're going to get together kind of social media wise uh discuss certain things certain aspects of the game the good thing about the experience on that team is is that you know kelly and i are pretty sure that we can say to you know a bunch of guys okay you guys are going to be line one you're going to play a one two two four check and play a box plus one defensive zone and they'll nod their heads and go okay coach and we can do that so there'll be there'll be you know it, it's ideally the team like this I mean, i'd love to get them together and do a season with the team like that but you know um you don't get you don't always get such um luxuries so we're, we're gonna we're gonna get by we're gonna talk to each other and uh get some understandings to go and there'll be systems there'll be plays i mean the main point of this team i mean other than just you know a really great exhibition of how good hockey in the boha is getting is to have um uh, give the GBU teams a, a real challenge. So uh, we'll be also, you know, talking to the GBU coaches and say, what do you need us to work on? What do you think you're going to confront when you go to these tournaments? And then we'll try to put out something that you know gives them a bit of a push and prepares them for what they're going to meet. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, I mean, looking at the team at the moment, it looks like from what you've picked, you've got a bit of a mix of of uh, of scorers um, and and some real sort of grinders. I mean, everyone's very skillful, but you've got some real, yeah. real tough physical players as well. Um, we mentioned yeah. Greg James. I mean, Anthony Sellers that I coached once upon a time uh, for Edinburgh. Um, I he remember. can play both. He can play both ways. Uh, yeah. And you know, and then you've got like Lacom, Chase McCarthy, who we all know has got more moves than a monkey with ten footer up. So I mean, you've you've <laughs> you found a real a real mix of players. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you need that for a team, don't you? I mean, you, uh, I mean, something Kelly and I always agreed on, right? From, you know, day one, uh, was just, you know, we don't just want to get, um, you know, pile up and take the, the, the top 15 goal scorers. You know, we want to make a team that, you know, reflects all the talent in the BUIHA. So, you know, also not that, you know, we, we, we didn't go out necessarily to say we have to have equal numbers and we have to have certain this and that, but we wanted a team that reflected everything. So, you know, we've got, uh, I think fairly even numbers between the two divisions, North and South. We've got um, players from 15 nationalities in the end, I think. So we've got lots of uh, talent, but also, you know, in terms of the kind of player we're talking about, you know, so there's um, fresh face rookies. There's some older players that have been around for a while. There's some grinders. There's some pure out, out goal scorers. There's some playmakers. And, and, you know, that's what 
go back to our main purpose the gbe we're going to face when they go to these tournaments they're going to face these teams that you know, aren't just um, collections of danglers they're going to try to walk around them they're going to face teams that are built uh on you know, sound principles of you know how do you build a team and that's what we have to put together as well to, so that they can prepare for the tournament yeah that'll, that'll make sense and i mean the one the one thing i'd say we mentioned it right at the start you've got the uh, three three different goaltenders I'm I'm not sure GB will face anything quite like this. I mean that is actually <laughs> frightening. Those three goaltenders, the skill level. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think that you know when, when you look at the team, the other teams involved in these tournaments, I think you know the the better we can prepare GBU, then you know the, the if we can prepare them for it, if they don't meet goaltenders that good in the actual tournament, I mean I'd be surprised really because there's some good teams there but if they don't then great we've done our job preparing them and if they find everything that comes after us easier then great yeah i mean um we said uh, uh we've done the varsity game i don't know if you managed to watch any of the Oxford's varsity game but i mean some of the guys i haven't we've... oh well it, absolutely incredible game but we one of the comments we made is if you score a goal past fabian serving it you should keep the puck because uh, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen again in your lifetime. So uh, <laughs> yeah. you certainly yeah, got yeah. a good, a good lot of talent. I mean, we've we've seen Berkey put on a highlight reel at Nationals, same with Roman as well. So yeah, I think you got you got a good shot at this GB team. You got any predictions for us? Are you too too early to say? Oh, far too early to say. Really, I think I think we've. Uh, Callie and I were just blown away by the the level of team we were able to produce. Uh, you know, you're looking at the numbers, you're looking at the kind of players we're telling each other about. Oh, have you seen so and so? And some of them I haven't seen because they played out south and they know we're in the north. And some of them I don't think he's seen. And we're telling each other about these players, and we're just blown away at the, the you know the, the level of ability. But then I saw GBU's uh, last uh, trial as well, and there's some fantastic players in that. So. As much as we like to think, wow, we built a great team, it's going to be a walk. I think GBU have some excellent players as well. I think they're going to put on a really good uh, show, and they're going to be a really tough team to beat. So that's our job is to push them and say, guys, this is what you're going to see. So um, I think uh, it's I, I think it's way too early to tell, and I don't like to make predictions like that anyway because they usually come back and bite you in the ass. So um, I think I think whatever happens is going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be really hard fought. We went with you know the four lines, so we can absolutely throw everything we can do uh, we can at, at GBU and, and push them all the way. So I think it's going to be a fantastic game. So that's it. That's it. I mean, the team's really exciting. Obviously, um, yeah. When all this is revealed, I think everybody. Who knows anything? We'll go look at some of the stats and see how good some of these players are just from stats. And then, I mean, but the stats don't tell you everything about some of the lads on this on this list. Um, which one of them? No, but all, and and also see what they've um, to see where they played and the kind of experience that they've got as well. Um, because you know, there's guys who look at this and see that they've played for you know we've got guys that played for national te- represented their nations and these are some very good hockey nations you know and we've got guys that have played in uh, you know the US and Canada all over Europe and that 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 alone is really good to look at as well the number of leagues and depth of experience we've got yeah yeah and just just finally before before you go Mike it's been it's been great speaking to you but which one of the players you picked reminds you most of a, a young Michael Slossy. <laughs> None of them. They can all skate much better than I ever could. <laughs> I think you've been too modest. Um, but, uh... <laughs> well, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe I, I'll, I'll say because uh, he's um, obviously a sentimental choice for me. But um, I always, I, well, I, I, I say I like the way Gregor plays because he does that. You know, he's a physical presence, and I think that's kind of what I was. I mean, although um, you know, when I was younger, I could score more goals. But I think I aspired to be like all of these players without actually quite ever achieving it. So. Um, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm going to try to watch and learn and uh, and, and try to keep going as well. So uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll see how they get on. I think it'll be fantastic to watch these guys. And I and I, the great thing about coaching players like this is it's a pleasure to do. You know, you watch them, you send them out there to do a job, and you watch them do it, and they come back and you just look at them and say, "Oh, thank you, thank <laughs> that." You know, and it, it's it's a treat for for me. It's a treat for Kelly, I'm sure, to to be involved in a team like this because it's you know, like you say, if you score a goal past somebody's goals, you keep the puck. Um, yeah, it's 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 an honour just to be involved in something like this. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a treat. It's not just a treat for the coaches and the, and the players and, and the BIH as a whole, but anyone that gets a chance to watch this game, it's going to be a treat for them. I think this could be one of the one of the best games we've seen on the ice anywhere in Britain this year. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, when you when you see the level of some of these varsity games, and you imagine you get all these people together, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, well, I'll, I'll, I'll wish you all the best, Mike. I look forward to, to catching up with you again at, uh, at Nationals. Um, and on, yeah. and on, indeed on the 20th of April. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Cheers. Thanks very much. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Take care, mate. Bye bye. Bye. Cheers, Mike. So as you can tell, Mick, uh, Mick, Nick, uh, <laughs> Mike is really, uh, excited about coaching this team and he's, uh, certainly, um, I would say, uh, fairly confident. Although he maybe doesn't want to say too much about it. I think you look, well, we've said it, haven't we? You look at this team and you think, wow, that's, this, this, this isn't a turn up and making up the numbers kind of team. And having spoken to Cali, I haven't, I haven't spoken to Big Man about it, but knowing him well enough from the times I've come across him, this team's going to be pumped up for this. They're, they're two passionate guys. They're, they're putting their name towards this. This is two, two lots of BYJ royalty to some extent that are putting their names to this team. They've got a reputation to uphold. This is very interesting. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the another great hockey experience, and I think we've got the joy of calling it again. So it should be pretty good. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, now moving on. Um, obviously, we don't want to set aside the uh, the international all star women's team. Um, supplemented a little bit by uh, by some some uh, British players, but. Pretty decent, uh, decent side. Sam Ballwell, um, I don't think she's ever played a, a BIHA game, Nick, but I, I saw her at that first training session and she um, is not going to let much by her. Very you know, strong back, backstop. Yeah, you're, you're looking at right there, it's probably GB's number one goalie with the greatest, greatest respect. That's, that's what you're looking at there. She's an incredible player. We'll, uh, we'll see what the GB women are going to throw at her. Certainly, uh, certainly, and then um, defensively, uh, Sophia Karodi, she's got good points totals for the uh, Cambridge Women's Blues. Um, I am trying to find her nationality as we speak, Nick, because uh, I clicked the wrong thing on my computer as we were as we were as we were linking. Um, but I mean, from what I saw earlier, just in my brief passing moment with the the women's team, um, she is uh, she's going to be a bit of a handful uh, coming forward and going backwards. Thirteen games, twelve points for a defense defensive player. That's that's not bad at all. You you're looking at someone there who's that that's pretty that's that's dangerous at this level. So we'll we'll see what she's got gonna bring to on the day. Yep, and then uh Nina Brown, um British player from the Leeds Griffins. Um had a good trial. I've seen her play a few times for Leeds. She's played a, or she's played a long time for Leeds as far as I remember. And uh, and she's she's again another solid solid uh, backstop uh, defensively, and uh, I think she I think she's now playing for the, the A team. I'm not not entirely sure. Don't um, she could certainly play for the. A. <laughs> she, she could indeed. Yeah, and uh, and then we've got um, Emma Gordon. Now, Emma Gordon. Who is Emma Gordon? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure who Emma Gordon is, uh, but she's another. Uh, Player, I'm sure that's been picked um, that will uh, cause all sorts of uh, all sorts of problems for the other team, especially if you pair her with Sarah Latte, who Nick yeah. you know all yeah. about, and you can tell us all about Sarah Latte. Well, what is it? What is there not to say about Sarah Latte? I think. Um, well, Rambo, put, put it this way: I'll, I'll throw it out to you first. You've played directly against her. What's your thoughts? She is very, very tough um, to play against. And uh, I do not envy the task of um, the opposing team playing against her because she, you can tell she's got international experience, albeit not in hockey, uh, ice hockey. I know she's played, is it ringette? Ringette? Yes, ring, ringlet. Or ringlet or something, which, which is a, um, obviously a, a sort of a cast off of hockey to an extent. And she, uh, she takes all that experience, she's tough. She doesn't back down from anyone, and she's strong in the puck. She's very hard to take off the puck. Her, her skating, like put it put it this way, we we normally host a scrimmage session on a on a Saturday evening at six till seven o'clock. I can't remember many times this year that I've been fortunate enough to actually be on Sarah's team. There is some there is some players, and it's a mixed ability session. However, she takes no prisoners in terms of levels of effort and level of technical ability. Coming from that Finnish background and that grounding, her skating ability is is unbelievable, smooth. We talked about Carl Zimmerman being smooth. Wait till you see Sarah Lai. And the other thing is, offensively, 
she knows where she's going going forward. Like uh, the first goal that she scored, or it might be the only goal that she scored this year. She's been we we are in the unfortunate position that she's a very smart lady and she's doing a PhD at Northumbria. In which case, it's very hard for us to demand that much of her time. But the games that she has played. Wow, like I can remember her first goal. I, I can remember we recently, obviously, you'll be aware of this with the Steel Queens, a lot of girls and a lot of players scoring their first goals. And I can remember telling the story of scoring my first goal, like whilst getting absolutely nailed in an absolute drubbing uh, against Huddersfield back in the day. That's how long ago it is. Huddersfield doesn't even exist anymore. But I think it was 14-4 and I scored the fourth goal with about five minutes to go. No one cared. He was also grinding in front of the net, whereas Sarah Larty went coast to coast, put it pretty much in between her legs and, and flipped it short side top shelf against the goalie. <laughs> That's a pretty nice way to score your first goal. So I can't speak highly enough of her. She's a credit to us. She's a credit to uh, to her country. She's a, she'll be an incredible player for that team. And, and put it this way, the fact that they might only have six defenders, uh, they might only have four defenders, not six or eight, sorry. That just means you're going to see more Sarah Larty, and that's not a bad thing for anyone. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm looking up this. I'm looking up Emma Gordon because I didn't want to to leave her out, but she's uh, she plays for the Sol Hill Vixens, um, which seemed like a pretty pretty decent outfit in the uh, in the women's leagues uh, in the UK, and uh, certainly someone I think um, I look forward to seeing play. Um, I think she was at the GB trial, um, maybe not somebody that I, I necessarily spotted at the GB trial as I was doing a lot of things um, on that particular day. But certainly, um, if, she's, if she was at the GB trial, she's going to be someone who's, uh, who's able to do a job back there. Exactly. You look, you're looking at someone right there who uh, might have a bit of a point to prove and, and is going to get the, the platform to do that. Yeah. Now, now moving on, um, as a proud man that I am, uh, first up on the forwards list, Megan Agnew. You may know her as Maggie. Yes. Uh, now, this is someone who I think would stand a chance of getting in the, G- the GB full team for the women's team. Yeah. Um, uh, because she's she's somebody who uh, has got skill, upside, and she's and strength. Um, she packs a big punch in in a in a smaller frame, perhaps. Exactly. The, we talked about the pocket rocket before, and and, and Maggie is that. Uh, she was this fabled, fabled creature. I didn't get to. She obviously, unfortunately, couldn't play the the first Cali Caledonia game that we played. But when I arrived at um, at the time capsule the other night, it didn't take very long to work out which one was Maggie. She's got an incredible presence and uh, is a great leader of that team and the the girl that probably they look, they look to the most. And again, you're going to look as the as the player coach of this team. That's the one, the one piece that you've got right there that that's spot on that is unquestionable. She's the she's the leader of this team, and it, it gives them a chance. Yeah, and then and then looking beyond that, you've got Essie Salo, sorry, Essie, another Caledonia Steel Queen who's 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 growing into more and more of an offensive threat this season, and finding her finding that. You know, when she's given more time, she's she can she can do a job. Exactly, it's someone who I've known Essie for a number of years and been to Finland with a number of times on the camp and things like that. And she's been someone who's perhaps been unfortunate with the situation that she's been put in with with geographically which team she's been with that the the Eagles haven't had the Beagles, for instance. And um, she's someone who you can see has blossomed with with this exposure with the Steel Queens to to playing games. I think you as a coach would probably vouch for the fact that every single game she gets better and better with that experience. Yeah, and then next up, someone I'm not quite as aware of, but 21 games of experience um, this year coming back from previously being with Cardiff uh, Redhawks um, and now with Kent Knights, uh, Danielle Lafayette, uh, Lanfier, um, from the uh, she's from America. Um, six points in 21 games, but that doesn't mean anything. I think, you know, all these players are going to offer something different and uh, she obviously has a, a good two-way sense as well. Yeah, exactly. You're looking again, when you're selecting this team and when you're finding the girls for this team, you're looking at players you can play both ways. You have to do that at the highest level. It's, it's something that I try and breed into the to the development players that we get through at Northumbria, that if you want to get picked and you want to get put up the lineup by a coach, You've got to be that player that when he looks down the bench in that last five minutes, whether you're down a goal or up one goal, you've got to be that player that can do do both situations. And 
uh, from the looks, it looks like uh, Daniel is one of those players. So, yeah, Nick, uh, next one up is uh, Louise Tomlinson. She trialled um, for GBU. Uh, she she had a good trial, um, and uh, she her highest level of playing is she plays for the Kingston Diamonds Premiership team, um, and uh, she is uh, that's a pretty high level to be playing at. So, as uh, somebody else that will uh, will, will get people um, thinking when they're on the ice. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're wanting to obviously put a team on the ice that can challenge the GB girls, and and this is another player who's going to contribute to that in terms of. Uh, it's it's got a good good strong overall group and uh, she's a contributing factor to that. And then after that we've got um, Melissa Rydelberger. Do you want to have a go at that as well? <laughs> I'm, I'm quite happy with what you went with there, Rambo. Rydelberger. Yeah, um, and she's uh, she's from the London Dragons. So we we know if she's from the London Dragons that, that anyone from the London Dragons always has some kind of hallmark of Cali. So they're either, um, you know, they're either, you know, a really good hockey player or absolutely bonkers. Um, yeah, which I hope for the sake of the team, and, and sorry, Melissa, I hope you're absolutely bonkers because this could uh, this could be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> um, or both, or both. We're good with both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I've seen Melissa play um, on numerous occasions at nationals, and uh, yeah, she's she's certainly someone um, who is is tough and. Uh, and can really take it to GB, so I'm glad that they've that she's got in touch and she's uh, she's got herself on the team. And then Kirsten Noble, uh, another um, another girl from the GB U program um, for the MK Falcons, she plays in Milton Keynes Falcons. Um, she's uh, currently at the University of Northampton, uh, and uh, she had I, I someone had a, a good trial and um, certainly will be. Uh, Another another force, another one looking to impress as well um, on the weekend. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. We we talked about it before. There's there's making not make they're not there to make up the numbers. They've they've got a point to prove. All of them are. I mean, both of these teams, both these international all star teams, have got a point to prove. Um, as I say, we'll we'll talk more in depth with the uh, with the GB coaches before we try and break that down. But um, I know. For a fact that the uh, this is going to be two tough, tough games with with teams just just going at each other, and uh, that's we can only enjoy that. <laughs> exactly, it makes it uh, makes it all the better for us. Certainly does, Nick. I mean, if we if we have two teams that um, it's one sided or whatever, and they're not just if if these two teams throw caution at the wind and and just have a go at each other, then we know. That we're going to get some entertainment um, from uh, from this, and then uh, ne- next up, a friend of the pod and friend of the BIHE, uh, Eva Harrison, um, is playing uh, for um, for Nottingham uh, Mavs this year, uh, and uh, she comes into the squad um, again with decent record. She's also playing for the uh, Nottingham. Oh, I've forgotten what the Nottingham women's team are. That's really bad, but uh, Phantoms, the Nottingham Phantoms women's team, uh, and uh, yeah, so I think she's she's someone else that can uh, can certainly uh, do do a job out there um, and uh, cause cause the other team some problems. Yeah, I would agree on that one. Yeah, and uh, and we know we wish her all the best. She uh, regular listen listener to the live feed last year, uh, yeah, so pretty sure she was popped up at the listening at the weekend. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure she was listening to us at the weekend. Um, so yeah. Uh, then next up, um, there's the Oxford uh, two women from Oxford University. Um, I'm going in reverse order here, Nick. Uh, Fanny Dano uh, first. Uh, just just the six games this year, one goal. Um, but um, we know that Oxford team is developing in a pretty nice little outfit. Um, we saw some of their. Some of their more experienced campaigners at the weekend, uh, Rebecca Guerrero and Lisa Choi, um, and it just shows that they can hang with with anyone really because they both played in that Vikings game and they looked uh, they both looked pretty excellent. Exactly, they didn't look out of place, and I think it's testament to the the development of the Oxford teams. and And to be fair, Cambridge had uh, had some girls playing as well. It's testament to the development of those teams that they can join in. Yeah, and then Kiara Downey, um, American girl, uh, first year with Oxford, um, not been there incredibly long, uh, but you know, as I said, uh, if you've got that Oxford pedigree, 
uh, then uh, you've got um, you've you've got a, a good player, <laughs> certainly a player with a good attitude, I would say. Indeed. Uh, and then next one, um, I I don't need to look this one up, Nick. I don't need to to try and pretend I know something that I don't. But um, next one is Vicky Carson, uh, who is another one of uh, another one of the Steel Queens. Um, well, strictly speaking, there are, there's some other issues there, but we'll we'll just. <laughs> We'll not go into that. Um, but she's uh, she's somebody who I certainly think um, will uh, will be looking to impress. Will be looking to um, to show that she's because she's a very strong player, uh, Vicky. She's very strong and hard to knock over and knock off the puck and stuff. Um, and uh, actually, she she quite she she's quite a physical player as well. Um, you know, if she was playing mixed hockey, she could throw a body check. Yeah, the, that's the thing that you've got to look at. In terms of people always view it as women's hockey being not a physical game. To be honest, I think it's completely completely the opposite. I think you'll vouch for that from what you saw on uh, on Friday night. It's it's a feisty game, and you need players who... Remember, it's, it's non-checking, not non-contact. There's always going to be contact, and you need players who are willing to mix it up and not afraid of that, and... And from what you've told me and what you've sold me, Vicky, Vicky's one of those players. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, Vicky, I think will will go out there and do do a really good job, and it'll be interesting to see where where she plays because uh, I'm certainly um, considering her, not giving away all my tactics, but certainly considering her as a p- possible defensive player um, come nationals. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where she's actually playing by the time she gets there because I think she can do it all. Um, from my point of view, um, she maybe doesn't think she can, but I, I do. So I think, you know, my opinion matters. I'm the coach, so I think. And then next up, uh, Zora uh, Gottblit. Oh my goodness, I get worse than these, haven't I, Nick? I need to put my teeth back in. Um, I can't wait for Nationals. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Uh, playing for Southampton Spitfires this year. Now, interestingly, she she's down as in the B roster, but she's played five games for the A team. Um, Towards the end of the season, uh, and uh, yeah, she's she's no slouch in tier two either. Uh, two point three points in tier two this season, um, and uh, yeah, couple couple of goals, one against two against Birmingham and one assist. Birmingham weren't a bad team this year, and then they then she's she's played another four games in tier two, uh, in tier three, sorry, or division one non-checking. Um, and she has 18 points in four games, so I think she could be a sneaky, sneaky uh, uh, top goal scorer for this team. Exactly. She, she's someone who you're looking at and saying, what could she do out on the ice with someone like Maggie, for instance? Yeah, I mean, and you, well, we, we all know that, that Gifford Gifford's all about picking winners, so um, she, must, she must have that mentality, and I think she could, uh, she's certainly going to do a job. Um, uh, and uh, again, it's uh, that takes us through all the teams. Nick, he'll <laughs> be pleased to hear. Oh, that's the whole international all-star team. We've, we've talked about everybody. Um, if we didn't know as much about some as others, we do apologise. And um, we are we are only amateurs at the end of the day, Nick. Exactly. And and, and if, if please come and introduce yourselves. We we we're students of hockey and students of. Both the men's and women's game around the UK. Like certainly, there's guys that we know of and, and guys that we're aware of. And come make yourself known if if we if we've messed up for you. Yeah, I mean, from from my point of view, um, I, I want to know everybody on the entire BIHA website. Um, it might not be possible, but I'm quite happy to know them all, know a bit about them all. Um, we commentate on them enough. We're entertained by them enough. Um, that uh, it, it would only be right that we are able to, to ch- talk about them and see, you know, uh, give good information about them when it comes to nationals. So any any time you want to come chat to us at nationals, try and come in between games so we're not you know busy commentating when you come up to say hello. Um, but you know we're we're more than happy to chat. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be really interesting. There's, there's a lot of players out there, and it's always good when we know something personal about them, and we can we can relate to something that's going on for them, especially for their friends and families who might be watching, or just for the sheer entertainment of uh, them watching back themselves. Um, yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly should be. I, I think Nick, I think we've we've topped the legs off a hind donkey tonight, so I don't think we're we're gonna we're gonna take it much further. But next week, 
Me and you'll be back with uh, Power Rankings for Tears 4, 5 and 6. Yes, we will indeed. This could be a long one as well. It's going to be another long one. Um, luckily, that's only three-tier weekend. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, the, the one other thing, Nick, uh, we should, in the near future, in the near future, be announcing the dates and schedules for Nationals. We've announced the dates, sorry, announcing the schedules for Nationals and and the playoff games. So uh, stay tuned. Okay, well, anyway, Nick, uh, good night, and uh, I look forward to catching up with you next week. Well, indeed. So long, folks.